Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. Well, it's right around the corner. February 14th, Valentine's Day. And along with it comes the annual What Do I Get My Mate to Mark the Occasion. It's a conundrum as folks struggle to think outside the box, the heart-shaped candy box, that is, for ways to outshine last year's offering. To make things even tougher, folks are looking for an experience. In 2017, 40% of consumers told the National Retail Federation they wanted an experience gift. Everything from couples dance class to concert tickets to a hike. Fear not, Triangle 411 has all sorts of gift hints to share with you today. But first, let's look at some history. And then we'll have some trivia game fun. So, history first. You gotta always do your chores, number one. <laughs> Valentine's Day has a long and storied history that finds its roots in ancient Rome and Victorian England. There are a lot of theories on its origin out there, um, including one that finds its beginnings in 500 AD. In this version, it was started by the third pope of the Catholic Church, who named the day after St. Valentine. It is unknown which St. Valentine the holiday technically celebrates, because there's a few out there. According to History.com, the Catholic Church has records of at least three different martyrs named Valentine. So you're going to have to kind of <laughs> pick and choose which one of these theories you buy into. One Valentine was a priest in 3rd century Rome, and he defied Emperor Claudius when Claudius decided to outlaw marriage for young men, thinking it distracted soldiers. Valentine continued performing marriages in secret, and when he was found out, Claudius had him killed. Though some historians believe that Valentine's Day commemorates the death of St. Valentine on February 14th, others believe that the holiday actually has its origins in pagan fertility festivals. So here comes another Valentine. He supposedly helped Christians escape from prison and was martyred for it. And yep, one more Valentine is said to have sent the first Valentine letter from prison allegedly to the jailer's daughter he was thought to love. He signed the note, From your Valentine, a greeting we still use today. I think, I think that's my favorite version. <laughs> but it wasn't until the Middle Ages that the holiday became associated with love and romance, a tradition that first started from the common belief in France and England that birds started their mating season on February 14th. I don't know how you figure that out, but anyway. English poet Chaucer recorded the day as a romantic celebration for the first time in 1375 in his poem. The oldest record of a valentine being sent, again according to History.com, 
was a poem written by Charles, Duke of Orleans, to his wife in 1415. Twenty-one-year-old Charles pinned the note while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London. That note can actually still be viewed at London's British Library. People started exchanging Valentine's Day cards and handwritten letters during the 17th century. The sweet cherub found on greeting cards became a symbol of Valentine's Day. In 700 BC, the Romans named him Cupid. He became linked to Valentine's Day due to his love-aligning powers. Then in 1840, the first Valentine's Day cards were mass-produced in the U.S. and sold by Esther A. Howland. So, (laughs) believe it or not, it was in Hallmark that started it. It was Esther. According to the Greeting Card Association, we send an estimated 145 million Valentine's Day cards each year. However, with so many owning smartphones these days, many will send their Valentine message through texts, etc., rather than through traditional greeting cards. Only 47% of consumers are planning to give a Valentine's Day card this year, compared to 63% a decade ago. Noting this trend, companies are introducing Valentine's Day emojis to allow customers to personalize their greetings. Now, conversation hearts. They appeared almost by accident. A Boston pharmacist named Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the way medical drops used for sore throats and other illnesses could be made. That resulted in America's first candy-making machine. Yay, go Chase! Because the pharmacist soon started shifting his focus from medical to candy-making instead. You gotta love Oliver. While we're on the subject of candy, it's a popular option for impressing your sweetie, especially those sentimental heart-shaped candy boxes. They were created by Richard Cadbury, who started packaging chocolates in a fancy box to increase sales, with a rollout for Valentine's Day in 1861. Now, more than 36 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolate are sold each year. If, (laughs) If Richard only knew what he started. Now, according to the National Confectioners Association, Both men and women prefer to receive chocolates over flowers. I mean, come on, (laughs) that's a no-brainer. Of course you would. And caramels are the most popular flavor. However, flowers can't be forgotten. They do have their place on Valentine's Day. According to Statista, approximately $2 billion would be spent on flowers for Valentine's Day. 84% of those flowers will be, of course, roses. It wasn't until the late 17th century that giving flowers became a popular custom. The practice can be traced back to when King Charles II of Sweden learned different flowers had specific meanings. That might be fun to check into one day. See what flower means what. Anyway, speaking of that, Let's play some Valentine's Day trivia. And then, as promised, we will get to those holiday gifts ideas I mentioned earlier. 
So question one, you do have your popular candy and flowers, but what do you think is the most expensive Valentine's Day gift? Well, according to the National Retail Federation, lovers spent close to $6 billion on jewelry in 2020. Question two, can you guess the second most expensive gift in the category? You got it, an evening out which tallies approximately four billion bucks. Question three, what's the most popular event that happens on Valentine's Day? Think about this one for a second, I bet you can get it. Well, according to WalletHub, 9 million marriage proposals take place. 9 million. Question four, and here's a tough one. Do you know the origin of wearing your heart on your sleeve? Grammarist says the origin of the phrase to wear one's heart on one's sleeves is generally attributed to a jousting custom popular during the Middle Ages. Knights traditionally wore colors or some type of insignia on their arms to signify the ladies for whom they were participating in the jousting tournament. Question 5. What was the nickname for Esther Howland? Now remember, she was credited with being the first to mass-produce Valentine's Day cards. If you gave this some thought, it makes sense. She was called the mother of the American Valentine. Question six. How many people changed their relationship status on Facebook after Valentine's Day? WalletHub says one million do within four days of the holiday. One million. Wow. Question seven. What's the most popular saying on a conversation heart candy? InfoPlease figures some favorites among the more than 100 sweetheart sayings that have been in circulation since the hearts were first factory made in 1902 include Kiss Me, Sweet Talk, and of course, Be Mine. So now on to those gift ideas. You will want to pay close attention because WalletHub says, according to their survey, 53% of women claim they will break up with someone who does not give them a Valentine's Day gift. Whoa, that's harsh. That's harsh. So starting out on the lighter side of loving appreciation, how about a date night bucket list for spontaneous future dates? This is where you plan a date, you get your mason jar, you get your popsicle sticks, and then couples together write down ideas on the sticks of what they'd like to do for future dates. This one is cool. Amy Basic LED Flash Ball Lamps. You can find them on uh, Amazon. can make for a fun hunt. It's like, it's like an Easter egg hunt. You get the, the little eggs, you put these lights in, and then 
do different things inside the eggs, like maybe a conversation heart saying or a coupon for a free back rub. Or if you are one of the 9 million proposing this year, put your engagement in ring when one. Just be sure you remember where you hid the egg. And then as the people hunt for them, they gather all these different things. It's especially cool if you live somewhere where there's snow and you can put these under the snow because the light will shine its location. Again, just watch that engagement ring, please. There's also the idea of an indoor picnic, cooking classes together, or a spa day together. And my two favorites. First, how about writing a song for your gal or guy? You say, Mary, that sounds great, but I do not have that talent. Well, I have someone who does have a whole lot of talent, and he is here today. His name is Travis Wells, and he is a songwriter and composer. Welcome, Travis. Hey, thanks for having me. So you compose songs for Valentine's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, etc. If someone is interested in you creating a song for their loved one for Valentine's Day or any of these other occasions, tell us what they would do. So it's it's really simple. All they need to really do is go to Fiverr.com. Spelled F-I-V-E-R-R dot com. Look at my profile. So it's Fiverr.com forward slash T underscore S underscore Wells. And all they have to do is fill out the questionnaire that I provide. Okay, that sounds easy enough. And I and I want to give that direct link one more time. So that's Fiverr, F like Frank, I-V like Victor, E-R-R dot com forward slash T like Travis, underscore S like Stuart, Wells, W-E-L-L-S. That's important to uh, go directly to that full page so you can hook up directly with Travis. So now once folks hook up with you, how does the process work? It's a great question. Um, First of all, I begin by reviewing the questions or the answers that I provided from the, the customer. And then I go on to discuss uh, a vision or the message that the client wants to give to their significant other. So after that, I typically spend uh, three to ten days writing and mixing the music, and then when I'm when I'm done, I deliver a draft of the music to the client. At that point, when the client has heard it and has a chance to listen to it, they give me any revisions or any remakes that they want me to do. And I spend a couple of days working on those, and then a day or two, I provide them a final product. It's really uh, important to me that the customer feels happy and then feels connected with the music that I've written for them. Oh, I like that. And and people listening out there realize it's a process. So if you are thinking about right. doing this for Valentine's Day, hook up with Travis as soon as you can, because it's not something you do overnight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so Travis, how do you personalize the song specific to the recipient? So this is the part that I'm sincerely passionate about. There are conversations that need to happen. And if we're talking about val- uh, Valentine's Day, the kind of questions that I would ask in these conversations would be something like, tell me what you tell your friends about this person. Uh, what are the stories? that comes to your mind when you think of them. Um, what is it that makes you swoon when you think of them? 
and then maybe like some funny stories or some memories that impact you the most. Uh, and then I take that conversation and put the heart of the conversation that I had with the customer into the music, and I create a unique piece of music for my customer and their loved one. Perfect. So people can get a song for as little as $30, depending on the level of complexity they're looking for. So so tell us how that works. So they're going to go to the Fiverr.com profile page that I set up, and there are three tiers that they can investigate. Uh, there's a basic tier, a standard tier, which is the middle, and a premium tier, which is the, the highest. Um, the price for the basic tier starts at about $30. Um, there are, with that, you get about six instruments and it takes about three days for me to complete the project. And then if you go to the next tier or the tier up after that, the price and the number of instruments go up and, uh, the number of days it takes, uh, to finish a project goes up higher. So it just depends on what the customer is really looking for and what they decide to go with. And I, I'm assuming that if they want something really over the top, then, you would negotiate certain prices depending on the complexity. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It just it depends on what they want, what they want, and if they're looking for something above and beyond what's on Fiverr, we can negotiate that as well. Okay, and I just want to I just want to say again, you know that it's important for you to go to Travis's page. So don't just go to Fiverr.com. <laughs> do that forward That's slash. Right. Uh, T underscore S underscore Wells. So um, now, and we'll give that one more time at the end, but I wanted to say that, okay, this is great. And and this in the broadcast has been about Valentine's day and unique gifts ideas, but, but you do a lot more than just this type of thing. So um, what other kind of product do you produce? So that's a great question. Um, When I, when most people think of music, they think of like radio songs, maybe like orchestral music, or they think of maybe music in movies. But there's always something, there's always music out there that is kind of in the background that is kind of always playing under underneath everything. And there are things that I write for that. So, for example, YouTube background music or podcast intros, commercial jingles, or maybe even like ringtones. Um, I can write any and all of those plus personalized songs. A lot for people to think about. All right. So again, yeah, sure. I, I will put this address in our show description notes, um, but for folks out there now who are listening, can you give that contact info one more time? Uh, it's uh, Fiverr, S-I-V, Victor, E-R-R dot com forward slash T underscore F underscore well. And that's where you go, and that's where you'll find it. <laughs> and I think folks will be happy if they do. So thank you so much for being here today, Travis. It's a great Valentine's and otherwise gift idea. All right, great. It's really a pleasure. Thank you so much. Now another favorite. Again, with nearly a quarter of consumers saying they plan to give a gift of experience for Valentine's Day, we have invited Matthew Pepe of iCryo, the fastest growing cryotherapy company in the U.S., to talk about their services, some of which would make for a great, unique gift. This is the first time that iCryo is opening a location in North Carolina, and it sounds like the team is ready to provide their health and wellness services from their iCryo Center in North Hills starting February 13th. Welcome, Matt. Hey, Mary. How are you? 
doing well and glad to have you here. Let, let's start with telling me a little bit about your background. Yeah, of course. Uh, so with regards to my education, I studied sports medicine and I became a certified athletic trainer working with um, Division One college athletes while I was in grad school. But um, shortly after that, I actually found myself more interested in the business world and I found myself working at a technology startup for a few years which led me to build my own consulting business, which I ran for five years. Um, and eventually that led me to operating my own uh, STEM school for kids, which I did for three years. Mm-hmm. And as haphazard as that sounds, it all led me to iCryo. Very interesting. So what made you want to bring this to Raleigh? So I've always been interested in health and wellness myself. And since I moved to Raleigh four years ago, I've really come to call Raleigh my home. I love the city, I love the growth, I love the people, and I really felt that a wellness business like ours would fit in extremely well. Uh, even though it's still a relatively new concept to the general public, I think that benefits us because it allows us a lot of room to grow in the greater triangle as we continue to educate people about the benefits of our services. And we're going to talk about those in a few minutes, but, but for people who don't know what cryotherapy is, can you explain it? Sure. So... Whole body cryotherapy is essentially a non-invasive therapy that triggers the body's natural fight-or-flight responses for the purpose of aiding recovery, pain management, and decreasing inflammation systemically throughout the body. Basically, you step into a chamber and are surrounded by sub-zero temperatures for up to three minutes. And when the body is exposed to those extreme or intense low temperatures, endorphins are released. Those are those feel-good chemicals we have in our body and an anti-inflammatory response is triggered. And this combination from the body is really what aids with overall pain management. Hmm. That's very interesting. I'm glad you explained that. Um, so, so go ahead and tell us about some of your services. Sure. So outside of whole body cryotherapy, which I just explained, uh, we also do uh, localized cryotherapy. So we would, um, in turn, in this therapy, uh, focus the cold temperatures on a targeted area, say the knees, the fingers, or the lower back, and allows us to drive out inflammation of just those targeted uh, specified areas. Um, in addition, we do um, uh, cryofacials. So we apply cold air to the skin of the neck and the face, which helps to boost the flow of oxygenated blood to the skin. And that helps to re- restore and tighten up that skin. We have two infrared saunas, which are uh, great for relaxation, detoxification, and relieving sore muscles. We offer compression therapy, uh, which involves the application of pressurized sleeves to the extremities, and that helps to gently massage the muscles and flush out our lymphatic systems, which is really key for speedy recovery. We also do IV therapy. Um, So IV infusion allows us to deliver vitamins and minerals directly into the bloodstream, and this significantly helps the absorption rate of those nutrients compared to, um, say, an oral vitamin. And finally, uh, our final service is body sculpting. Um, and body sculpting allows us to actually permanently destroy fat cells and decrease the appearance of cellulite by toning uh, the skin in targeted areas. And I know what that sounded like, but yes, we permanently destroy fat cells and decrease mm. the appearance of cellulite. That that's a that's a winner for sure. <laughs> uh, is your your sculpting does it do anything as far as weight loss? So we, as part of our um, 
body sculpting package, we offer a free consultation. And in that consultation, we talk about those things because um, obviously weight loss is so much more than just a service like this. Obviously, it involves diet and nutrition, but it's definitely a factor that will play into your overall health benefits, including weight loss. That's how you can tell a good service because they take care of the wraparound mm-hmm. issues. Um, so, mm-hmm. so that's really great. So, you know, first and foremost, we are looking at healthy options here, but it is great that your services can also act as unique ideas for both women and men for a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day gift or for that matter, a distinctive present for an anniversary, a birthday. And don't forget, listeners, you can always treat yourself. In fact, according this is this is kind of cool, Matt. According to the Society of American Florists, 16% of flowers purchased by women on Valentine's Day are going to no other than themselves. <laughs> and even 15% of Americans overall are planning to buy their own Valentine's Day gift. So there's nothing wrong with treating yourself, right, Matt? Absolutely not. Please come on down. So here again, if you can just, you know, give the name of your company, your information, where can people find out more? Yeah, absolutely. So again, we are iCryo Recovery and Wellness. We're located in North Hills in Raleigh. Uh, You can follow us on our social handles. We are facebook.com forward slash iCryo Triangle. Instagram, we're iCryo underscore Triangle. And uh, you can feel free to give us a call. The number is 919-576-9880. Sounds great. Good luck to you, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Mary. It was a pleasure. Time for our nonprofit spotlight. The Marcus Harris Foundation has a free food distribution program called Neighbor Food, so not Neighborhood, Neighbor Food, through which they aim to deliver 30,000 free healthy meals and grocery bundles to more than 5,000 residents living in food-insecure Southeast Raleigh neighborhoods. Each week, they deliver hundreds of healthy meals and thousands of pounds of groceries to residents in different neighborhoods throughout Southeast Raleigh. The organizing principle behind the program is to combat food insecurity by delivering free, healthy food directly to neighborhood residents who lack both transportation and physical proximity to available food sources, those food deserts. They also work with Community Empowerment Coalition, a partner agencies committed to meeting every possible need the kids and families they serve may have. To donate, volunteer, or for more info, please visit NeighborFoodExpress.org. Again, not Neighborhood, NeighborFoodExpress.org. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. Check us out on all major platforms or at our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com to hear shows on a psychic artist and art grants, how to save the planet right from your own backyard, and learn how the group Face Mask Warriors is saving lives. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be a positive force.